Another digital, another digital, another digital citizen. Another digital citizen. Another digital citizen. Another digital citizen. citizen. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to another digital citizen. Now with more Norwegian. My name is Fro, and with me I have Luke. Hi, Fro. Hi, everybody. Listen to how I um, should I do a howdy, Fro, and howdy, y'all. <laughs> Let's go, roll, ropes and Broncos. Is that how Americans sound to like everybody else yes. in the rest of the world? Yes, yes. Yippee Kaye, motherfucker. Right? <laughs> that was like a combination of Samuel Jackson and a cowboy. I don't know why, where yeah. that came from. <laughs> and now it's time for my favorite segment of the week. Yeah. No, um, but yeah, no. I I I can speak very like uh, uh, Norwegian like this, but it, it is actually it is actually more irritating for me than it's probably for for the listeners. Why because, does it hurt your throat to talk like that, or just is it annoying to hear yourself? It, it annoys to hear myself. Oh right, okay. Talk, talk like that, but I do. Dude, I do do a very good British Queen accent. Yes, it's all right. I don't think I don't think you could um trick anybody at, at the royal palace. But Ooh, why don't you say that? Ooh. I don't think you're gonna call them up and like trick them into giving Hello. you any passwords anytime soon. Yeah. Hello, I want the passport. Passwords to the royal house, please. Yes. Cheerio! Mm-hmm. 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 You get uh, yeah. access to the Royal Bedding Fund, which I'm sure is like a real thing. <laughs> the Royal Bedding Fund. Right. <laughs> the, you know, the Queen, she loves the ponies. <laughs> I, was, I was thinking like bed like sleeping on. Oh, no, bed, bedding, <laughs> like with a T. Yeah. Oh, bed, bedding, yes. I was like... Why, why are you bringing up the queen's mattress? I was like, that's weird. They've got high. They probably have really high count thread thread count sheets. That's probably really expensive. I bet that fund actually has a lot of money in it. So, uh, do you do a good British accent? Uh, not really. I I can't no. really do it. I'd have to like. I think I'd have to be prompted. I I couldn't. I don't think I could just do it off the top of my head. Uh, right. Yeah. Oh, happy new year, by the way, to everyone. <laughs> right. It's twenty twenty two. Yeah. So different. I I don't know. I usually I have a hard time like if I'm writing out the date or something, I'll like accidentally put in twenty twenty one or like mm. last year it would have been putting in twenty twenty. But I just don't. I feel like this year it's like very obviously twenty twenty two. It's you know what I say. <laughs> it is, does that sound weird? Like. Mm-hmm. The last years, last two years have been so like very blatantly like this is now a year and that year is over. That this year I'm like mm-hmm. really doesn't feel like I'm going to mistake this year for last year in any way whatsoever. But I don't know. I probably will. It's pre- probably because we know the midterms is this year, and I- you kind of like think of that in back in your brain. 
I just think 2021 was so weird. I mean, and then 2020 was also so weird that the last three years have been very, like... Sec- you can section it out and be like, 2020 was that mm-hmm. year where we didn't do anything. And 2021 was the mm-hmm. year where everything was completely confusing and nobody had mm-hmm. any idea what was going on. <laughs> but yeah, enjoy it. It's uh, now just going to be two years again uh, to get more of Do- uh, President Donald Trump. That's a prediction for 2024, by the way. That's a while away. I mean, mm-hmm. we have a long... He could be dead before then, to be honest, so... I almost said something very... Yes. Uh, yeah, I don't wish anybody would... Un... Well, you shouldn't do that, but... Uh, I almost said, oh, I wish that was true. <laughs> I mean, it's that you say that, but like, it's true for anybody in the like. Biden could be dead in three years. I'll ever mm-hmm. like, yeah. It's it, 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 is it okay that I would be a little more sad if Biden Biden died than Trump? I mean, is that okay? no, but. I, 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 like, no? like you said, I don't think we want anybody to die. I mean, he's got kids and everything, so... But it's... Um, yeah, I just think... What I was saying is, like, making a prediction of what's going to happen in three years is very... Uh, oh. Right. It, Two years. Three years. Right? Two years. 2024. Oh, right, okay. Yeah, it is... T- yeah. Yeah. Uh, it is two years. <laughs> anything could happen in two years. I mean, a lot yeah. of... Like, not only could he get video gamed uh it's possible that like <laughs> he goes to jail or uh, some other thing you know what i mean so oh yeah talking about jail uh u.s judge dismissed case against jeffrey epstein uh, jail guard a u.s judge on monday formally dismissed the federal government's criminal case against the jail guards who admitted to falsely oh falsifying records on the night that jeffrey epstein killed himself mm. quote unquote killed himself mm-hmm. cough, uh, cough. a district judge uh district judge torres in manhattan dismissed the case against tova noel and michael thomas after prosecutors said they both complied with the six-month deferral of prosecution's agreements uh that they had agreed to in may mm. um they were accused of falling asleep and surfing the internet uh, that very night rather than checking on Epstein every 30 minutes, and they acknowledged to having falsified records that they had been checking on him properly. Uh, both cooperated with a federal probe, uh, and that's what helped them get off, I guess. Um, mm. It's a little weird that they would they didn't get any type of uh, punishment for this, right? A little tiny, teeny bit weird, yes. I think another thing people are pointing out is, like, last week, the Ghislaine Maxwell um, verdict went down, and mm-hmm. kind of, well, we pointed it out in a joking way last week, but the fact that no news, like, when you watch the news about it, it's very much like, okay, this is what happened with the Ghislaine Maxwell thing, this is who she is, mm-hmm. this is who her father mm-hmm. was, the, like, how she's connected to the royal family... But nowhere do they mention, like, oh, yeah, by the way, this was an international sex trafficking ring, and there were probably hundreds right. of people that are in, like, that could be uh, put into this net of people who were either helping yeah. them or participating in these situations. Um, 
And then for next, the very next week after that verdict happens, the these two men get get off scot free. It's a little mm-hmm. little. Uh, the timing is a little strange. Yeah, that uh, the it sounds a little too too con- convenient. Is the word I would like to use. Well, one of the theories is like convenient. she's kind of the scapegoat. She's the one that like find her guilty and then everybody will forget this happened that whole Epstein thing happened well I mean in like uh, in the sense of like media right Uh, and then if you were like to follow the conspiracy that uh, obviously the conspiracy would be that he he didn't kill himself and that these two men somehow knew about it and helped facilitate the plan to take out Epstein uh, it would make sense that right after the scapegoat goes down the two men who were Mm -hmm. Uh, you know, um, that helped out with the plan, both get their charges taken away. So this somewhat adds credibility to the conspiracy. Maybe not credibility, it adds fuel to the fire of the conspiracy, right? Hmm, I guess so. Uh, Talking about uh, Jeffy Jeff, um, he paid Prince Andrew accuser Fifty thousand dollars in two thousand and nine. Five hundred thousand, half a million. Oh, Five hundred thousand. Sorry, yeah. not even me. Me, much me more. can't read. <laughs> uh, a woman. Oh, the woman suing Prince Andrew for sexual assault agreed to a confidential two thousand nine settlement with Epstein to release "quote unquote" any other person involved in the case from litigation in exchange for ah. half, half a million dollars. So that's what he has been using. That he, that's what they, okay. they've been trying to get released, and it's finally uh, been released, and now we have the, we have it. Yeah, uh, okay. Virginia Grayfray's lawsuit against the second son of Queen Elizabeth is barred by that language. Uh, newly revealed documents said on Monday, but her lawyer uh, says it's a red herring. The release mm. is irrelevant to Miss Grayfray's claim against Prince Andrew, and the release does not actually even mention Prince Andrew. The issue will be uh, aired in federal court, okay, under U.S. District Judge Lewis, Lewis Kaplan, okay? Mm. Um, a- a- of course, Andrew has denied all allegations, so. Um, yeah, he's definitely not guilty in wink, wink. Uh, I, a thing that I sent you this week that was, like, from the BBC, wasn't it? Even the mm-hmm. BBC is saying, like, Getting off on a technicality in this case is not going to make him... <laughs> not good. Yeah. It's not good for him. It's not good for the yeah. royal, the image of the royal family. Like, it doesn't make him look good to get off on a technicality. He has to right. actually win the case. Otherwise, everybody's just going to be like, no, this guy he, this guy is a, is a pedo, right? I mean, like, oh, if he gets off He's on a- this, like, total ridiculous technicality that... Uh, yeah. She was paid off by Jeffrey Epstein? I mean, come on. If you get off on that, then you're just asking to be mocked. Yeah, no. But uh, he's definitely not uh, uh, guilty. Wink, wink. Definitely not. Wink, wink. Right, we don't have any evidence. To, right. Um, no, not at all. Wink, wink. The woman from BBC, I believe, who did the original interview with him back a number of years ago, the only interview he's ever done about this... <laughs> The amazing best interview in the world, yes. She said she's um, she's 
been told that that interview is going to be used in the court case. Obviously, <laughs> referencing some of the things he said during the time, probably the pizza yeah. shop, pizza thing. Yeah. the sweating. They're probably yeah. going to... I wouldn't be... If he actually is forced to uh, go to America and go through discovery and everything else, yeah. they probably will ask him to release any medical records of this weird uh, disease he has that keeps him from sweating <laughs> like they're gonna want to see doctor records of if that's true yeah. or not right which i'm really excited yeah. to see another thing yeah, because, oh, because it's a totally real disease wink wink right i don't i i'm assuming that people have looked up as to whether this kind of exists or not but i doubt that that exists um uh. Or maybe it's just a royal thing. Only royals. Mm. Isn't there, like, diseases that yeah, only royals blood. have? Yeah, Yeah, blue blood. Yeah. It's it is this blue blood that does it. Right. It's nothing to do with in uh, incest. Um, Attorney <laughs> Alan Dershowitz, uh, which we talked about last week being on BBC. You remember that? Mm -hmm. Yeah. He's now he's suing Virginia Gouffray, uh, alleging oh. they, that... Uh, she lied about all of this, and um, he's deposing the former head of Victoria's Secret as part of his lawsuit also. So that's <laughs> also happening this week. Okay. Uh, yes. Les Wexner was like a big friend of Jeffrey Epstein, yeah. and yeah. there was this thing where Les Wexner just like gifted him a million dollar mansion or something, right? Right. Which was yeah. kind of, who just gifts somebody a, a house. Yeah. Yeah, no, that's totally what friends do for each other. Um, yeah, so he's suing Virginia, Virginia Gouffray also, so there's a whole other right. uh, case happening around around that, which maybe we'll see more in the future about. Yeah. If you all, all of a sudden like start receiving gifts from wealthy people, be very worried what they want in return. <laughs> <laughs> I'm guessing That's... Jeffrey Epstein uh, had dirt on this guy, but maybe yeah. not. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, he he definitely did. Wink, wink. Uh, let's go to Mexico. Was that good? Yeah, Mexico. Sure. Yeah. Uh, the Mexican president says that he sought uh, Assange pardon from Trump. Uh, let me see. Did that work? Oh, wait, it didn't. Remember how Trump and Assange were working together with the Russians? Yes, yeah. I um, do remember that. The uh, yeah. Mexican president, uh, Manuel Obador, says he attempted to convince former President Trump to pardon Julian Assange la last year and re reiterated to Trump that he offered asylum in Mexico to Assange. He said he wrote to Trump in January 2021 before Trump, Trump left office, which at the time there was a huge discussion as to whether Trump maybe would pardon Assange and yeah. Snowden was another person that they had talked yeah. about. I remember that. Uh, in an effort to have him pardon Assange, uh, he called him in January, but he never received any replies from the White House. On Monday, Obrador also renewed his asylum offer that he made a year ago for the uh, WikiLeaks founder, um, saying it would be a sign of solidarity, of fraternity, to allow him asylum in a country that Assange decides to live in, which included, oh, including Mexico. Uh, 
he came closer. Uh, Assange came close to criminal charges in the U.S. last year, after the in- English court ruled that he could be extradited to the U.S. Right. Mm. So yeah, Trump d- didn't apparently want to pardon Assange or even give him asylum somewhere. So. Yeah, now they totally work together. Totally. I mean, we have so much proof of that. Right, yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's what you do when there's somebody, right, that um, could possibly incriminate you if they were to end up mm-hmm. in a U.S. court and being uh, deposed mm-hmm. and testifying. They could, they could get it out of him, so Trump would want him to... Oh, wait, would Trump not want him to come back? Oh, that's right, Trump wouldn't <laughs> want him to come back because that would cause him a lot of problems if it was true. Uh, yeah, no. I, uh, it's, uh, it's such a weird thing. I, 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 find, it, I find it quite ridiculous. And uh, what even proves it more for me is that Biden didn't, like, do it either. Like, no one wants them out of jail. Not Republicans, not Democrats, no one. That's Uh, true, right? Yeah, well, I think the thing is, it's strangely changed over time depending on, like, political Mm -hmm. stance. Like, if you were to talk to a Democrat, probably even Biden, during, like, the Bush Mm -hmm. administration when... Uh, Julian Assange and WikiLeaks were releasing the thing, the documents he's actually being prosecuted for right now, the things in 2011, mm-hmm. uh, I bet you Biden would be like, oh, we yes, Julian Assange is important to uh, journalistic freedom, and he's important to helping uh, American democracy and keeping people, keeping mm-hmm. our military at, uh, military officials, uh, you know, uh, on keeping things uh, safe for our soldiers and things like that. Mm-hmm. But then you fast forward till anything after Hillary Clinton, and then all of a sudden he's the most evil person ever. And it's yeah. switched to where the Republicans, even in this article, it says like, Oh, all these Fox news hosts were saying we're, uh, going against Trump when he didn't want to, when he didn't pardon Assange and that now right. it's a Fox news it being pro Assange is now a Fox News stance, where before it was like <laughs> CNN and MSNBC were like totally yeah. pro Assange. So yeah. uh, it's all political. It, like none of them Strange. really care about his life or care about yeah. It, yeah. this in the sense where they talk about press freedom and in other situ- situations. It's all yeah. political for them. It's it's like we got to take Assange out because he hurt our our monarch Hillary Clinton, right? So right. All, all hail Hillary Clinton. Uh, so let's uh, get in a scenario where we have a nuclear war. Who do you think would win? I mean, I think it's been stressed many times that any start to a nuclear war would just basically end humanity at this point, right? Yeah, yeah. I think absolutely nobody would win. And uh, yeah. Some people agree to that. Um, alligators have lasted since, like, the dinosaurs, so maybe they win if they survive? <laughs> Cockroaches? Cockroaches. Cockroaches for the win. Right. The U.S. and Russia stress that there are no winners in a nuclear war amid increasing tensions uh, 
In a joint statement released on Monday with China, France, and the UK, the nation said they consider the avoidance of war between nuclear weapons states um, and reduction of strategic risks as the foremost responsibility. Excuse me. We affirm that nuclear war cannot be won and must never be fought, the statement said, as nuclear use would have far-reaching consequences. We also affirm that nuclear weapons, uh, as long as they continue to exist, should serve as defensive purposes deterring aggression and preventing war. We strongly Mm. believe that the further spread of such weapons must be prevented. Okay. Um, So there's a couple things here. Obviously, it's good to not have nuclear war, right? Yes. Uh, but this last part saying we strongly believe the further pr- spread of such we- weapons must be prevented. I think this is calling out a few other countries, including Iran uh, mm. and probably North Korea, is what they're doing here. Yeah. Yeah. If people are are that stupid that they don't think North Korea has nuclear weapons, they should uh, rethink so. <laughs> Uh, I think we, I think there's, we kind of know they do, but we, it's not a hundred percent right. And Iran, we know, we're pretty yeah. sure they don't, but that there's all this talk that they're, they're trying to get nuclear weapons and that we need yeah. to stop them. Um, one of the things about being a nuclear state is that the other ones can't fuck with you. Um, and yeah. that's why certain other countries have become in the past nuclear powers because they didn't want to get mm-hmm. fucked with by the U.S. And so these countries like Iran and North Korea see that and go, well, if we don't want to get fucked with, we have to have nuclear weapons, mm-hmm. <laughs> right? So it's kind of a catch-22 in a way. Yeah, I agree to that. Uh, I actually Googled it. Uh, let's see. Every country in the world that has nuclear weapons. Are you ready? Mm-hmm. Russia has uh, 6,000 around. Uh, United States have... Uh, 5,000. China has 350. France have 290. United Kingdom has 225. Pakistan has 165. India has 156. Israel has 90. And it says North Korea, none but material to build 40 to 50 nuclear warheads. Are you crazy? Of course they have Nuclear warheads. Yeah, but you can't, like, it's so, uh, what's a good, it's so separate, like, it's so segregated from the rest of the world that, like, we can't get inspectors in there to actually, like, confirm or deny, right? So it's all kind of, um, yeah. 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 Uh, isn't it, like, I could have sworn that Israel denies actually having nuclear weapons. Maybe I'm wrong about that. Hmm. Um, well, according to Google search, they do, so whatever that means. According to Wikipedia, it says the state of Israel is widely believed to possess nuclear weapons. Estimates uh-huh. of Israel's stockpile range between 80 to 400. Uh, hmm. So, yeah, it's believed they have, but that's what I, I wish to understand that they've never actually admitted it. Like they they say they they're unwilling they're unwilling to like admit that they have them. That's what I was to understand. Mm. Uh, well, here's another thing from armscontrol.org. 
not sure how mm. reliable that is, but it says Israel has not publicly publicly conducted a nuclear test, does not admit or deny having nuclear weapons, and states that it will not be the first to introduce nuclear weapons into the Middle East. Nevertheless, Israel is universally believed to possess nuclear arms. <laughs> right, okay, there you go. Okay, yeah. Yeah, that says everything. Uh, let's move on to the United States again. A uh, former campaign manager for Bernie Sanders said, says that uh, Biden will have a progressive challenger. Uh, when Joe Biden first came into office, Pre- progressive said he could be the next SDR. No, we didn't. No, no, we did not say that. <laughs> <laughs> we did not say that at the time. Did um, we? Did no. you say that? I didn't say that. MSNBC probably said that. I bet, like, <laughs> Anderson Cooper probably said that. I don't think oh, any progressive said that. Uh, the Biden's relationship, <laughs> though, with the left has come under strain as liberals are talking about uh, treating him more like Jimmy Carter instead and mapping out a Democratic primary challenger for 2024. Jeff Weaver, mm-hmm. Senator Bernie Sanders' former campaign manager, said... Uh, Will there be a progressive challenger? Yes. Weaver stressed that mm-hmm. he's not advocating for such a primary campaign, but the chatter is that the the left wing will challenge Biden. Uh, so uh, this it, it says, which is virtually um, has oh, which suddenly has burst into public view in the wake of Joe Manchin killing the president's climate and social spending bill, which I talked about a little bit in passing. Being like mm-hmm. this, Joe, what Joe Manchin did, it basically killed Joe Biden's chance of becoming president again. And I think mm-hmm. everybody else is seeing that same uh, outcome. Um, mm-hmm. But it said that there are not, none of the top tier presidential candidates from last year or from 2022 or 2020, I mean, are viewed as a serious prospect. Um, nor is there any expectation for Bernie Sanders or Elizabeth Warren, both who have enjoyed significant amount of influence. Uh, to primary Biden, few think Ocasio-Cortez would risk political capital in a long shot for the presidential run either. Instead, liberals are looking at lesser-known candidates, specifically former Sanders campaign uh, co-campaign co-chair Nina Turner or 2020 presidential candidate Marianne Williams. Okay. Mm. Yeah, I would love some more Marianne Williams in my life, to be fair. I'm not a huge fan of Marianne Williams, uh, Williamson, Williamson, Marianne Williamson. Uh, another person they say is somebody named, he's a millionaire named Joe Sandberg, who I've never heard of in my entire life. I think I'm more, I, I think, uh, I think, yeah, Nina Turner would be good. I, I wonder if people, she's a good speaker. She's much better speaker than Marianne Williamson is. Uh, I think she could pull a lot of votes, but... Uh, oh, I meant for me. I want Mar- Marianne Williams for me. Because she's so entertaining. Okay. Um, one prominent progressive said when asked, yes, somebody like Nina Turner or Marianne Williamson, doubt anybody uh, could do it who is currently elected. So... Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm, it's not looking great for the Democrats <laughs> in 2024, like you were saying. No. 
Uh, I will vote for Nina Turner all day. I just, uh, I worry about other people who are less open-minded than me and less left-leaning than me. Mm Mm-hmm. You know, uh, it will be interesting. We will see in 2024. Uh, I'm, I'm sadly predicting a win for the Republicans, but that's me. Whoever that will be. I'm, I could be wrong, but who knows. Uh, hey, France is doing something good. Uh, they're banning plastic packaging for fruit and vegetables. I think this is a smart step in the right uh, direction, to be honest. Yeah, we have another story about France also that just came out today that we'll go into. But a law banning plastic packaging for large numbers of fruits and vegetables has come into force on France in in France on New Year's Day. Uh, mm-hmm. Overwrapped carrots, apples, and bananas uh, are invited. Oh, what? They've called it. A- Aberration of overwrapped carrots, apples, and bananas as environmental campaigners uh, and shoppers urge the countries, other countries to do the same. Macron has called the ban on plastic packaging of fresh produce a revolution and said France was taking the lead globally with its law to gradually phase out single-use plastic by 2040. Um, yeah. Mm. One of the towns near me, a few towns near me have... Um, gotten rid of like plastic bags as far as like um when they package your groceries at at the like counter but they we still have we still have like plastic packaging on fruits and veggies though it's so unnecessary though i mean it's to keep it fresher for um shipping obviously but it is very unnecessary if you were to just get local produce right yeah 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 and there's something, yeah. I I just don't like, don't like it at all. But uh, yeah, no, I think it's a smart thing. I think th- this will get uh, less plastic use, hopefully. I I really hope so. It says a total of thirty types of fruit and veg will be banned from having plastic wrapping, including bananas, pears, lemons, oranges, and kiwis. Spain will introduce a ban on plastic packaging. Uh, starting 2023, so next next year. Um, mm. But the other thing that just happened in France, I don't know if you heard about this. We got a new variant, everybody. Yay! New variant! IHU, the new COVID variant, B16402, mm. first found in France, uh, has a possible 46 mutations. Uh, However, the experts were quick to announce that just because it's a new variant, uh, that did not necessarily mean it will prove infectious or more infectious than other strains. Um, authors found 46 mutations which had not been spotted in other countries nor under other variants. Okay, so it could. This doesn't mean anything. It could be nothing, but I don't want more corona. <laughs> It's 2022, come on! Be over, go away! You're not welcome anymore. Right, yeah. I'm, um, I'm sick of you. Can, we, listen to me, Corona. Corona, stop it! There. It's done now. It's all finished. Yeah. Good yeah. job. Good job, Fro. Yeah, yeah. Oh, but we will kill it, look. Do you know how we will kill it? How? 
with 5G. I thought the corona was supposed to, like, kill you with the, the 5G was, like, make the coronavirus, oh. and, like, cause you to be taken over by the it's government. It's the other way? Oh. I think oh. that's, they were saying, like, if you get the shot, it has some kind of transmitter that the 5G will connect to, and then it'll, like, the mm. um, mind control you using the the microchip in the vaccine that's connected to the 5g that's what i was to mm. understand was the conspiracy is that why they are delaying uh the 5g rollout because of the mind control thing they haven't given enough vaccines yet they need to wait for everybody to ah. be, yeah um not that's a that's a joke uh verizon communications and at&t <laughs> said late monday people, people are going to go to listen to this is like do they really mean that right no yeah, sorry. They said late Monday they had agreed to a two-week delay in deploying C-band wireless spectrum, which mm. I guess is 5G, averting an aviation safety standoff. The carriers had faced pressure from the White House, airlines, and aviation unions to delay the deployment and concerns that in could uh, oh concerns that it could potentially interfere with the sensitive aircraft electronics such as radio altimeters and that it could disrupt flights. The agreement pushes back the deployment to January 19th for Verizon, uh, which say they promised the certainty of bringing its nation game-changing 5G network in January, um, but the aviation, oh, Federal Aviation Administration praised the wireless carriers agreeing to delay for safety measures, saying, we look forward to using the additional time and space to reduce flight disruptions associated with 5G. Earlier mm. on Monday, the groups representing the U.S. airlines aircraft manufacturers had urged the White House to intervene uh, because AT&T and Verizon said they didn't want to do this delay. Uh, mm. Just when the the, un the aviation unions were like, hey, you could possibly pl crash planes, they were like, no, we don't care. But then the, the White House came in and intervened and said, and they were like, okay. Yeah. No, that makes zero sense. I don't absolutely zero sense. I don't know what the uh, I don't know what the actual effects of five G on an airplane are. So uh, yeah. One thing they also said is that uh, after January for a certain period of time, it says six months that they're going to mm. reduce the the five G around airports within the country. So whatever that mm. means. So it, apparently it affects certain uh, certain devices used for airplane airplane flight. I'm not sure how or mm. why or what, but mm. yeah. No, I, I I just think we should roll uh, it out and risk it all. I'm ready uh, to be controlled by my overlords. So. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Maybe I'll sleep better once my overlords are controlling me. <laughs> they want you to sleep now. Right. It, it, yeah. uh, they're just like uh, they'll hit a button and I'll just fall asleep. Um, you have heard of the miracle where Jesus fed all the thousands of people with fish, right? Right. He like multiplied the fish somehow. Magic. Mm -hmm. He was he David Copperfield mm -hmm. the fish. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, that happened again. 
Uh, kind of. What? Kind of? Kind of? Question mark? If we were in, like, the, whatever, the 1300s, then definitely people would say that, yeah. <laughs> but in Texas, Texarkana, Texas, fish fell from the sky on Wednesday in a rare example of animal rain phenomenon. Have you ever heard of animal mm. rain phenomena? Mm, yeah, we have it every year here. It rains uh, reindeers, yeah. <laughs> right, that's terrifying. Um... Mm -hmm. <laughs> Residents of a town near Texas, Texas, Arkansas border took on social media to document the weather event, leaving fish stranded everywhere in residents' yards. Over the uh -huh. years, fish, frogs, bats, snakes, birds, and more have been reportedly falling from the sky. According mm. to National Geographic, animal rain occurs when small animals get swept up, swept up in water spouts, which form when storm clouds swirl to create a tornado-like column of moving water. The water spouts can form over everything from ponds to lakes. Uh, the Library of Congress says it's common misconception that they rise out of the sea when in reality they form in the air and then come down to the surface of the water. So I guess these water spouts can actually suck up animals out of the out of the rivers or lake or whatever, and then it when it rains it deposit deposits the animals back on the ground. Hmm. It's pretty rare, is what they're saying. Uh, so this is very strange. Yeah, that is... Uh, I think I would be scared to tears. It reminds me of uh, one of my favorite scenes of Magnolia, when it starts raining frogs. Right, I, I think that's probably what that actually was, yeah. or what they were representing in that film, obviously. But yeah. according to the Library of Cond Congress, accounts of animals raining from the sky have been told for hundreds of years, some scientists through the years were skeptical about the existence, as many historical mm -hmm. reports of the phenomena were either second-hand or even third-hand. Uh, some people theorize uh, merely... Some people who theorized merely did not realize how animals lived in the area, choosing to believe that animals had then fallen from the sky rather than accepting that they... the animals had always been near their house, right? Okay, so, like, if you don't know all the every animal that's in your area and then just some random animal you've never seen before right falls into your yard you'd be like what the fuck is going on yeah that makes sense what is this salmon doing in my garden in <laughs> in oklahoma <laughs> right but in ancient time before we had even like catalog cataloged like all the different animals in like the rivers or whatever if it was some bottom dwelling creature that you'd never seen like a crawdad or something and you're mm. like what the hell i've never seen this animal and now it's all mm. of a sudden just in my yard in my area yeah that would be strange you know that song look raindrops keep falling on my head uh yes i heard that mm -hmm. raindrops keep falling on my head uh, then you need to like change it to raindrops with fish is falling on my head yeah yeah, that would have been a different scene in that movie. <laughs> They're just getting knocked uh, off the bicycle. They're trying to ride on the bicycle, and it's just like you hit, hit, hit in the head with a giant, like, salmon or, like, cod. Yeah. Uh, be fun. So, you and me, we love uh, rich people. I mean, we, we worship them, right? Not really, no. No? No. Oh. We don't bow down to uh, the richest people on earth, no? 
No? I always thought there was this strange um, point in time for, like, specifically rap, American rap music, I should say, where it was, like, mm. there's, like, mm, mid-90s where, like, everything was, like, anti-capitalist, anti-police um, state very against mm. capitalism and all of a sudden mm. at some point during my high school career probably right when I started going to college all of a sudden rap became the most capitalistic yeah thing ever and all of a sudden everybody's yeah. talking about how sta their stacks of money and their gold chain and everything yeah. and it was like there was I remember that that transition of the the whole genre being against the rich to to like worshiping the to yeah. worshiping money I do remember that period and being like that's very strange money 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 must be funny in the rich man's world but yeah uh, Trump is going to tell the truth about stop worshiping the rich this is Trump where Trump tells the truth. Some Americans ask me, why do progressive countries like Norway, Sweden, Denmark and so on have royalties? Shouldn't they be something of the past? Shouldn't progressive countries don't have royalties? They inherited the kingdom from their father and so on and so on. It's only one family and then they live in a castle and blah, 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 blah. They do something else and all that kind of shit. And I do agree. I don't want royalties either. The problem why I don't use a lot of time fighting royalties in Norway is because there are so many issues going on these days and the royalties cannot really fuck them up. This is only shitheads who are on the far right who can. But I get the point. But at the same time, I have to ask a lot of other people, like mostly Americans, why do you worship your rich people that much? Why do you look up to rich millionaires and billionaires who, yeah, they work, some of them, but they inherit their money too. They have more power than you ever will have. They will not share with you. They will not give you the chance. The reason why they are rich is not because they are better than you sometimes. Sometimes because they are lucky to climb up the ladder and they don't want anybody else. Because if the, a lot of other people screw up more money, they have to have less. Oh yes, that's bullshit. It's all like people on the left saying, like, people on the left don't hate millionaires, they don't want anyone to be billionaires. We want everyone to be billionaires. Yeah, but if everyone was billionaires and millionaires, nobody would take up that shit. No, every people will have power enough to say, I don't want to do that shit. But they don't. They need poor people. But still, we worship them. You could go on, I, want, I remember was was the program on MTV called MTV Cribs. Yeah, like big people can show off their fucking cribs and their big cars and fancies and so on. And I don't really know why I should watch programs like this. Why? Why? You will never be in, most 99.9% .9 will never be in that position. So why do you worship people? You can do one... I think the best thing to get rid of shit to people like that is stopping worshipping their behavior. You don't have to use, all of say, you don't have to do revolution or cut their head off, like, uh, so on and so on. Although that would be very fun to cut Donald Trump's head off. But stop worshipping them, what they do. Stop telling them that what they're doing is okay. Stop sharing for them. Stop writing big articles and showing them off. Stop it. Stop it. If you stop worshipping them, they're losing what they love most, their power. 
because they don't have power of you anymore. We they say have I have a big car and I think yeah okay fine fuck you. I'm not fucking interested. Worship other people. Worship people who do. When you worship people like Bernie Sanders, like worship people like Desmond Tutu who now that is dead, and people like that. Stop worshiping them. Please stop worshiping them and tell them that their behavior is okay. They will keep on doing that. Just don't give a fuck about them. When they're bragging, start talking about something else. If a guy come into a party and tell him a big dick he was, you would not think that's very funny. You would ignore him after a while, except if your name is Donald Trump. But, oh, I, oh sorry, I was not, I didn't say mention Trump. It was named President Golden Shower, former President Golden Shower. But you're not going to go into that. So you would, but you would not like the behavior. So why do you like it anyone else? Why do you put your face up in a magazine and worship like, oh, they have some big things. I love them. They are good. They are the best. It is. No, they are not. Many of them don't give a fuck. I because I love a lot of people on the right are irritated about this whole of the lead. I'm so too because there are a lot of hypocrites. They love talking about everyone else should do things. But many also like their fucking big blasting mansions and snoring cocaine and using prostitutes like most of Wall Street does. So stop. Stop worshipping people who do something for society, people who fight for something in society and give something back to society. Sometimes there can also be rich people who do that. But stop. Don't do the principle. Just stop worshipping them. For, for harmless behavior. This was Tron. Tron tells the truth. Happy New Year. Thank you, Tron, for telling the truth as always, and Happy New Year to you. Thank you, Tron. Even though you mm-hmm. continue with the P-tape stuff, and that's been blatantly proven <laughs> false, but uh, that's fine. Mm-hmm. I mean, we all have a fetish. Do you think that's what it is? Mm-hmm. Okay, mm-hmm. sure. P-tape fetish. Uh, have you seen any TV this week? I saw some TV this week. Uh, actually, okay. this morning before we started the show, I watched Judge Steve Harvey on ABC. Another judge oh. show, this time without a judge. Because Steve Harvey, believe it or not, is not has never been to law school. I don't know. Really? <laughs> yeah. I'm so shocked. <laughs> he the, oh. the, he's uh, the host of Family Feud. Not not a lawyer. I don't know if you knew that. Really? Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, this was a judge show just like any other judge show, except with Steve Harvey as the judge, and he's not mm-hmm. a judge. So, and he even says in this, I'm not a judge. I just, something like, I just know common sense. And he says, like, mm. I'm too fly to sense. wear a robe. That's one other thing he says at the beginning, so he doesn't wear mm-hmm. a robe, so he's not dressed like a judge either. Um, yeah, so that's fly. Fly, that's the definition of fly. Mm-hmm. Well, you know Steve Harvey, he's known for his, like, wacky suits. You know that, right? He is, yes. Yeah. Yes. So he's, that's what he's re- referencing. I mean, that's his gimmick. He's always been known for his wacky suits. And that's fine, mm-hmm. if that's what your gimmick is. Uh, mm-hmm. But other, other than that, it's just any other judge show, Judge Judy, Judge whatever, that you've seen a million times. It's mm-hmm. the exact same thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, all the stuff is probably completely fake. Either that or, like... You know, fake enough to the degree that, like, they probably... The producers were like, hey, we want you to, like, 
fight over this certain weird detail or something like that. Like, you know, fake mm. as in that stage, I guess is a better word for it. Uh, so we'll probably give this like a three. I don't think it's bad enough to go into the two range just because mm. it's so standard of just like, you've seen the show a million times. You do not need to go see this unless you're a huge fan. Oh, I need to see this. No, I'm, I'm talking about to everybody. But yeah, I mean, oh. if you, uh, like I was going to say, you really don't need to see this in your, unless you're a huge fan of judge judge shows because it's like every other judge show you've mm-hmm. ever seen. So, and I love judge shows. So, yeah, this okay. one is less credible than any other judge show, I suppose. Nice. Well, unless except for that one that was on uh, the one with Chrissy Teigen. Other than yes. that one, this that, is the that, least. That was amazing. This yeah. is this is the least credible one besides that one. Yeah, the one with Chrissy Teigen on that platform that we don't have anymore. That I don't remember the name. Quibi. Of in the moment. Quibi. That was. It. Which there's a few shows if you look them up recently that like uh, I've noticed that are Quibi mm. shows that got bought up by other companies. Nice. Yeah. I saw Around the World in 80 Days, the 2021 version. Okay. Uh, this is with David Tennant as Phyllis Fogg. It has uh, Ibrahim Koma as Passport 2 and Liana Bunchish as Abigail Fix. Uh, very good uh, version of it. Uh, is it the best version of it? Yeah. It's probably my favorite version of it, at at least. Uh, I I really like Devi, uh, David uh, Tennant. Okay. Uh, this is made by Slim T. No, Slim Film Plus Television. Is that the studio? Never heard of that before, in my entire life. I think it's British, probably. But uh, right, I was yeah. gonna say, what channel is it on, though? But it's Br- it's British, okay. British, yes. British. So there's only yeah. so many channels it could be on. It's either on Sky or BBC, probably. <laughs> <laughs> or or ITV One. And there. Oh yeah. Or ITV. Yes, yeah. Yes. Uh, uh, that was. But yeah. A, I. Oh yeah. Go ahead. Sorry. I will rate this uh, a good seven and a half. Actually, it's good. Yeah. Oh, okay. Eight episodes as long uh, as well, so it was a lot to watch, and I was happy about that. Uh, something that came out on Fox. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Cleaning Lady. Mm-hmm. One of the two things yeah. I think that came out on Fox this week. Yep. Uh, it's about a cleaning lady who. It sure is. She's strugg- She she's a an illegal immigrant, and she's living. Mm-hmm. You know. In America, kind of working under the table for a few different jobs, and one of them is as a cleaning lady, uh, f- and at this place that kind of, I don't know, it's an underground fight club, but she doesn't seem to mind that she works at an underground fight club, at least in the beginning, yep. until she's cleaning <laughs> she falls one. in love. And well, not well. She kind of does fall in love. In a, it, she kind of. There's does, a weird yeah. love story going on for sure. That like oh. is kind of strange, but. She sees a murder happen as she's mm-hmm. cleaning the bathroom that she's not obviously not supposed to see, well, and they make her did. they make her clean up, you know, clean up the murder, uh, you know, clean mm-hmm. up the blood from the body or whatever, and so mm-hmm. she becomes kind of at this point they can either kill her or use her as like 
a regular cleaning lady to to clean up their and message she's a doctor by the way yeah uh, kind of like they don't really tell you why she's a doctor but she definitely knows medical like they at no point i was expecting at some point for them to be like back in our in my home country i was this or this or that you know what yeah. i mean like i was this specific type of doctor or i was a nurse or whatever but they they only allude to the fact that she has skills uh, as a doctor which made me think maybe she was like uh possibly a military type doctor or even oh, like yeah, that could be. maybe yeah. she just has experience from like mm, yeah military or even like a coup or something like that that they're gonna go into later that's my thought that she, she definitely has but, some kind of like background yeah. to her that like um what's it go hidden hidden backstory that we don't know about yet right yeah is it is it just me or did this fell feel very not fox uh, I got Fox vibes from the f yeah. the way it was filmed, yeah. but the storyline not so much. Yeah, it felt a little like too pro immigration. Outrageous. Yeah, <laughs> it was definitely super pro immigration for being a Fox yeah. Fox show. Um, yeah, that the whole time it's like she is trying to stay under the radar and not get mm -hmm. uh, arrested, and her friend is like selling drugs for like at a club and she's like you can't be i can't live with you and you be selling drugs because if you get busted then i get busted and if i get busted mm. i get deported and if i get deported then my kids uh then what's going to happen to my kids and yeah it's right. so like it's definitely super pro um pro immigration it, where you wouldn't think of yeah. that to come from a fox tv show i guess if and that's that, what you're talking about yeah, and the main actress is very good. I like her. She's very, very good. I like the bad guy, too. I think the bad guy is really yeah. good in this. Um, I agree. I think the friend is a little... She's a little over the top she's in her acting, but she's... A little too over the top, yeah. Did you think the main character looked like AOC a lot? Yes. Okay. Yes. That was the other yes. thing. I was like... When I first saw yes. it, I was like, oh, no, this is a Fox show. And this lady yeah. very much looks like AOC. I'm expecting this yeah. to be some anti-socialist propaganda, but it was, like, <laughs> the opposite of that. It was, like, super, yeah. Yeah. Um, at least pretty woke on the whole immigration thing. So, mm -hmm. uh, what'd you give it? I actually give this a 6.5. That's exactly what I gave it. So, cool. Yeah. And uh, I'm going to tell you right now, it's the best TV show from 2022 I watched. It has, yeah, it's the best show of 2022. <laughs> I agree. <Yes. laughs> because the other one that you we both saw is uh, I didn't know that you had seen this. I was very happy that you had seen the cleaning lady. The the, uh, the next uh, uh, show we saw was the platform. Oh no, that. That, that was a movie was. from last year, sorry. Oh, that was the movie from last year. Sorry. Next Level Chef. <laughs> With uh, Gordon Ramsay. Uh, that totally did not steal the concept from the platform. <laughs> and they don't even, totally like, if they would have pointed out, like, oh, there was this movie called The Platform, <laughs> and they will, like, at all mention the fact that it was just a straight rip-off rip oh. of the concept... Holy moly. So the concept of the... Sh it's a cooking competition show just like anyone. Any co cooking competition show. Uh, except in this one, there's a platform and there's three levels. The top level gets first pick of the ingredients off the platform. The second level gets the second 
pick and the, the bottom level gets like the worst leftover food. Well, not always because the one person got it like, what was right. it? A really nice that steak? Wheel. A veal. veal. That's what it was. Yeah. yeah. And there, yeah. even Gordon Ramsay was like, what the hell? Nobody grabbed the, <laughs> the veal. Um, <laughs> yeah. But the weird part is, like you said, it's the concept is from this movie, The Platform, which mm-hmm. was it a Spanish movie? Yes. Something? Yes. I want to say it was Spanish. Yes. And it But that Spanish. the yeah. concept of that movie was, you know, all, it was all about the down the the problems with cap, the capitalist society, that the mm-hmm. ones on the top get the spoils and the w- people down at the very bottom end up with, you know, the scraps. But right? can I also say say that that they uh, when they are picking people, they say that this is Gordon Ramsay's concept. So he's the one that made the concept. And I was like, no, he didn't. This already was a thing, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's just a blatant fucking lie. I also got this weird feeling kind of in the way that people were complaining about the Mr. Beast Squid Game video and the, the kind mm. of it being like Squid Game is this anti-capitalist thing and you're using it in a capitalist way. It was the same here mm-hmm. where it was like that whole movie, the concept was this anti-capitalist mm, motif, like the the right. the whole concept of it was like, like I said, the top, the, the people at the top always get the spoils and the people on the bottom are always left with the scraps. Um, mm. And they take that and they make it. The show is all about getting a job, getting a contract yeah. for like money, yeah. and so it's yeah. like the reverse of the concept. The reverse of the concept of the original movie. Yeah, no, that's I. You told me about this, and you you didn't tell me anything about it. You just said, "Oh, watch this." I just said it was a and cooking show with Gordon Ramsay. Yeah, yeah, and I was like, "Holy moly!" It was ah, uh, I didn't like it at all. But I, I think one of the main reasons why I didn't like it is because it's such a stolen concept and they give absolutely no freaking credit to that movie. And I, I find that abysmal to do. They even call like uh, uh, the thing that uh, the food is on the platform. They like, do, holy right. Holy moly, yeah. Yeah, they totally do. Yeah. Um... So what did you give this? I give it a three. I give it a two. Yeah. Bad. Yeah, I mean, the filming of it was still fine. I guess the concept could be interesting, right? Like... Yeah, it, it could have been. It could have if been interesting if they hadn't yeah. stolen it, right? Is that what you're saying? Yes, okay. yes. Yeah. I would probably have given it a higher... Like a five, maybe, even, if it... The, it wasn't stolen. I mean, they could have done the same thing. The concept of like uh, the this this group of people get the first pick, and then the second people get a second pick without doing the platform, like doing mm. it um, on a cart that goes from one room yeah, to sideways. another. Right. Yeah. Like, and they wouldn't have been stealing the concept completely right. without giving any acknowledgement that they stole the yeah. concept. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, that was the last thing I saw, other than Stay Close, Episode 1. What is Stay Close, Episode 1 about, Luke? And this is on Netflix, for everybody that is interested. Right, uh, as her wedding approaches... Oh, right, what's the name of this? Uh, I don't have a name for this episode. As her wedding approaches, Megan Pierce is troubled by a visitor from her past. 
Detective mm-hmm. Mike Broom finds a new disappear- disappearance reminiscent of an old cold case. And then we also yeah. had a third story about a photographer that they don't mention in this description, but right. there's not, yeah. not much happens with him. He just gets his camera stolen, yeah. right? Oh, yeah. no, and then he sees the picture right. um, that has the dead of- guy in it. Yes. That he took on accident, which he didn't didn't really realize. Right. right. So this is a British TV show. Uh, we should mention that, because there's a lot of music in this movie that doesn't really fit the scenes. That is very British of you. Very suspenseful movie when we drive over a bridge, for example. <laughs> dun 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 <laughs> like, <laughs> it's yeah. There's it's. Are they building tension and uh, where there's none? Well, they're try, They're using the music to try to build tension, and yeah, like it doesn't work. It's well. There's te- there's tension. It's just not the amount that the music is trying to tell you there is, right? Well, like, because the tension is that she's in the car scene. She's racing to get to a place to to find somebody, but it, right. Uh, it didn't show her face being like, uh, or like she's not driving extra fast, right. like dodging other cars to try to get right. there. She's just going the normal speed limit. You know what I mean? So it doesn't. Right. There's right. not the urgency that the music is trying to tell you there that it is. Yeah, I agree with that for sure. Very standard. Very, uh, meh. very meh. I'm not especially impressed. I will say the ending was. Of the episode was okay, I guess. I don't think we will go far farther than two episodes, and I'm out at least. But uh, yeah, I, I I really didn't like this. I really didn't. Luke liked it a little more than me, but I I just didn't. Yeah. I think it has like it had a nice cliffhanger ending where it, like we met all our characters in the first episode, which are the. Mm totally separate and then in the end of this episode their story is connected to where we now have like a mystery on our hands that we have to solve so the next episode i'm looking forward to like actually building the storyline so i think next episode is definitely going to be better uh as far as um uh, i'm you know story i think this was a lot of character build up and so yeah we didn't get a whole lot of story happening um, I found a Gordon Ramsay interview about Next Level Chef, unless there's something oh. you wanted to say before that. Yeah, I just want to say I give it a 3. Uh, I'll give it a 4.5. Yeah. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. From The Thrillist, uh, it says, What sparked your idea for the show in the first place? Okay? Mm. I think I gave birth to the show during the pandemic. As you know, restaurants shut down. Hospitality was brought to a halt. People were told to stay in their ha- houses. When everything stopped, I took that negativity and turned it into a grassroots and got super creative. How can we... He looked at producers and said, look, how do we combine the professional world and the amateur world and social media? Uh, Everybody's a critic on social media. I think the pandemic (laughs) taught us the importance of eating and communicating. Then I had this crazy idea. My career started in the basement, and when I... And when I won my third Michelin star, I got very, very top, but I still had those cuts of fish and meat and still have heavily featured on my menu respect from the bottom. 
So he's wow. not admit. They're even in this interview. He they ask him what his he doesn't say anything about that. Wow, that is so bullshit. I wonder if anybody else but us spotted it. I really somebody uh, no somebody else has to have seen. I mean, I guess I'll look at. I'm gonna look that up right now. If you want to go into something else, yeah, because I, I'm thinking to to myself like. <laughs> Are we the only two people in the entire world that saw that TV show and thought, huh, that reminds me of that movie? <laughs> I wonder if it's just the two of us or, or if it's like other people like online has said it. Um, there's an article from theblast.com that says, Is Gordon uh -huh. Ramsay's Next Level Chef a ripoff of the Netflix hit The Platform? Yay. Um, and what was their conclusion to that question? I mean, it's, yes. a, it's a big article, so I haven't... Um, let me let me go through it really quick. <laughs> yeah, I will talk about investors buy up uh, Metaverse real estate in the uh, virtual land bomb. Uh, real estate transaction in the Metaverse is reaching record heights. Uh they spoke with, uh, this is an article from Yahoo News, we spoke with uh, companies in the digital estate to understand the economy uh, model and why investors are spending bill millions of uh, virtual property. And uh, yeah, the article was very interesting and <laughs> said more or less like why why they bought uh, things in the virtual space. I, I think it, it's just like, <laughs> it's so silly to buy up virtual uh, things. I mean, do you think, I think the whole idea of buying up land in the metaverse as an investor, investor means you're planning on flipping it to make money, right? So I guess the question mm -hmm. is, do you think metaverse land is going to, people are going to profit off this uh, investment? Right. I don't know. It's it's hard. I mean, I don't have any desire to buy land in the metaverse. I'd rather have, like, a real house. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I, I think it's a weird thing when many... Right now, in the real world, many people are homeless. Why are we mm -hmm. selling... Why are we buying up fake land and not... You know, it's very... Yeah. Uh, okay, so this article from The Blast, it just references yeah. the Thrillist uh, article that I already said, saying that it's that it's not. That it's not, apparently, yeah. So, it's not a ripoff? They're okay. saying it's not a ripoff, and that it was okay. thought up uh, by Gordon Ramsay during the pandemic because he started at the bottom, yeah. Okay, but... I, I really, really, really... I don't believe don't that for, like, half a that. second. Somebody no. in the in the process of creating this saw that, and now they're giving no credit to, like, yeah. the actual... the actual thing, right? Um, there's... Because there's just no way that somebody <laughs> didn't see that movie. I'm sorry. That's just ridiculous. Uh... There's a Reddit that was created two days ago, platform slash next level chef, uh, mm -hmm. under under our our slash Gordon Ramsay. So if people want to go discuss there, maybe we can get more info. 
Hey, you that listens to this right now, go to audibletrial.com slash ADC. That's audibletrial.com slash ADC. You get a 30-day free trial to Audible. You get one credit. And even if you cancel it, you get to keep the book. Do it, do it, do it. It is time for another Digital Citizens Biggest Scandal of the Year tournament, aka the Jeffrey Epstein Memorial <laughs> Memorial Tournament. tournament. Yes. Yes. <laughs> that is the name of the tournament. And uh, if people wonder why it's called that, go back. Uh, and it is where we pick up the biggest scandals of the year to compete for each other to win question mark <laughs> do they what is it winning if you are the wor- worst scandal of the year not really i well you win no. but you don't win anything good right yeah you win you win us laughing about how silly and stupid you are or terrible possibly uh, yeah yes and terrible so the first pick is your pick it is uh, the kumo brothers yeah, this is like multiple uh, scandals all wrapped into one, but they all connect mm-hmm. because uh, I guess it uh, originally uh, the one brother was charged, right? The mayor charged with all these sexual assault claims, which actually we're seeing mm-hmm. this week that the one of them at least uh, is being dropped by the prosecutor. Uh, but mm-hmm. we found... He he uh, resigned, and then we found out that his brother uh, had also had sexual harassment claims against him, and that he also used his connections at CNN to cover up his uh, brother, the mayor's, uh, or attempted to cover up uh, and make the accusers of his brother look bad. Um yeah, the whole scan like there are multiple scandals in one really, but they all connected mm. because uh, their brothers, one working in the news and one being a politician. Uh, mm. Yeah, very not um, very bad all all in all. I mean, they even, they had a lot more scandals in two thousand twenty even too. So, yep, I I agree. Uh, my pick is uh, uh, the Free Britney movement. Uh, that started in back in 2008 uh, and that is fans that was wholeheartedly convinced that the singer herself also wanted to be free from the legal binding fans launched hashtag free Britney movement uh, utilizing social media to bring awareness to the uh, shit that was going on uh, around uh, the conservatorship. Her mother was involved, her father was involved, her sister was involved, and the, other, the only person that wasn't involved in Britney's, Britney Spears' life was Britney Spears, to be honest. And uh, yeah, this was the year that she got free of that conservatorship, so uh, to celebrate that, I have uh, had to have it on, on my list of uh, things that I I look at as a scandal, because it sure is a scandal. 
Okay. Uh, I mean, Free Britain, or she was freed this year. Yeah. But the scandal, I, I guess, is. I think Cuomo Brothers is more of a yeah. crazy yeah. kind of like a multiple scandals in one. And the Free Britney yeah. thing wasn't necessarily all this year. It wasn't really this year. Right. Know. Okay. Well, I mean, it was yeah. because like... Yeah. The end of it was this The year. end of it. Well, yeah, that's true. Yeah. But, but yeah, most of it but wasn't. It started started in 2008 so no i i totally agree i would uh, i would pick uh, uh, kumo brothers as well so they are uh, true to the semi-finals okay uh then you your pick again uh ufos are real scandal right in june the pentagon released highly anticipated report uh, that detailed encounters of ufos 144 ufos between 2004 and 2021 it was meant to assess the threat posed by UFOs and officially confirmed UFO sightings uh, and that the U- that the United States government knew about the UFOs and have known mm-hmm. about them for quite a while. So the scandal yeah. is definitely that the government knew about UFOs, right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, my one is a sad one. Uh, it is the Astroworld strategy where eight people were killed uh, during a Travis Scott uh, concert. What is most uh, scandal about this is that Travis Scott himself probably saw that it happened and did absolutely nothing to stop the concert. Uh, and uh, and the, police, has... the police as well didn't do anything yeah. really to stop it. And the p- people who... The producers of the show didn't do anything to stop it. Uh, yeah. yeah, and then of course all the crazy Satan Satanist conspiracies also. Mm-hmm. Those are scandalous. Um, I think Astro World is sadder. Um, uh, I think, I think UFOs is more like wide, like it's a worldwide yeah. kind of like reckoning. Where I think the Astro World thing is more of an American centric thing. I don't know. Yeah, I kind of agree with you. I think uh, UFOs are real. Should move on. Okay. Uh, then we have the Alex Baldwin scandal. I mean, we do we really need to talk about it? It's it's been in the news so much. But uh, the fast recap uh, was that uh, he shot someone on the movie set, or did he shoot someone? Who knows? According to him, he didn't shoot anyone. Uh, well, he, he did a... actually. He just didn't pull the trigger, right. is what he said. Right. Yes. I shot the sheriff, but I didn't kill, kill the deputy. But yeah, no, uh, it's it's a weird scandal as weird uh, as well because it's been kind of like uh, he wants his privacy. I understand that, and then he did that interview that didn't really didn't hurt him, but it definitely didn't help him either. So I, uh, this is a weird scandal. It's one of the, definitely one of the biggest scandals of the year, though, because it all of a sudden yeah. during it became political, just because mm-hmm. he played Donald Trump on SNL. Somehow that made right. it a political thing. So then all of a sudden he was uh, the the right wing coming after him. That was very scandalous. 
Uh, yeah. That's going up against the breakup of Frenemies, mm. uh, the podcast which started in September 2020. Uh, broke up for the final time, I guess we should say, because they did break up a few other times. But okay. it was a huge... I mean, people on T-channels and drama channels were talking about this for months and months and mm -hmm. months, and Trisha put out so many videos on it, and H3 talked about it for a while until they just mm. decided we're going to just not talk about this at all. But then it Remember, it came back up and boiled back up when somebody released those text messages, and then it yeah. all of a sudden became a thing again. Um, and what would... Oh, and then it kind of boiled down, and it wasn't really a thing anymore, and then H3 did the video where they released the thing where they did the soundbite from The Rock, mm -hmm. and she got all mad about that, and then it boiled back mm. up again. So it was, like, multiple times where this, like, it went away, and then it boiled back up, and it was drama yeah. again. So it was very scandalous, for sure. It sure was. Uh, I do think Alec Baldwin is bigger than Frenemies, to be honest. Uh, I think so, I too. I think Frenemies, as far as in our world of scandals, I think was probably bigger. But oh, yeah. Alec Baldwin was more known around like the world, for yeah. sure. Everybody yeah. was... Everybody knew that that had happened. Um, where Frenemies... Yeah. You kind of had to be in the internet space. Yeah, I don't even think yeah. you had to be a f fan of the podcast to know that it happened, but, like, you at least had to be, like, somebody on Twitter and things like that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, the next scandal, and the most maybe funny thing on this list, is the OnlyFans scandal. <laughs> that is funny. Uh, OnlyFans uh, wanted to stop with uh, porn all of a sudden because they didn't have money to back them. Wasn't that more or less the thing? Uh, they they wanted to be more family friendly. I think their idea is they wanted to like get a wider fan base or get a wider mm. user base. I should say not fan base because it's only mm. fans. But that wouldn't make any sense if you were a fan of OnlyFans. That would be very strange and meta. Um, OnlyFans fans, right? That would be it. I don't really like. I'm not a fan of anybody on OnlyFans. I just like the site right. itself, right? OnlyFans. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, that is very funny. That's, a, that's where um, OnlyFans get undressed. Uh, yeah, they wanted to mm -hmm. uh, get rid of pornography, uh, but they, there was a backlash from obviously the people on on the site who uh, that was their job. Um, it said, a spokesman for the online subscription platform told CNBC that the proposed changes were no longer required due to Baking Partners assurances that OnlyFans can support all genres of creators. Mm -hmm. So yeah, there was some kind of thing. I, you, you were you were right. There was some kind of thing where the credit card companies had talked about not allowing it, um, but then uh, they went back on that? Right, okay. Mm -hmm. But there was also definitely a backlash from people at the time that were like, this doesn't make any sense. Nobody is going to use your website if it's just like a bunch mm -hmm. of, you know, random, like, B-celebrities trying to make money. Mm. Hey, look, do you remember our first show of 2021? Uh, yeah. Was it our first show? I guess it must have been our first show of 2021. It was right. our first show of 2021. Yeah, it was on January 6th. Uh, and uh, a mob of supporters of uh, Donald uh, Trump 
attacked the United States Capitol in Washington DC. Uh, they over it was a scandal uh, from the police. It was a scandal from Mr. Trump. It was a scandal from from Alex Jones. It was a scandal uh, involving Sean Hannity and Fox. I mean. I would even say CNN and MSNBC. Remember, we watched yeah. that original footage, um, and YouTube. The original footage that we watched, that we talked about, like the live stream we watch on YouTube, because we were mm -hmm. watching it live streaming from, uh, what was the name of the website uh, or the YouTube channel? I don't remember, but um, no, me neither. Uh, Jordan Sheridan is the guy that did, was the is the guy that owns the web or the YouTube right. channel. I know that. Um, that footage was being used by CNN and MSNBC, and then it yeah. got it got flagged by YouTube as like mm -hmm. a propaganda oh, or something false. Yeah, um, mm -hmm. but the CNN and MSNBC stuff was still on mm. on YouTube and wasn't being flagged. So there was so a whole strange. other scandal yeah. within that scandal. Yeah. Yeah, no, sadly, I think January 6th has to go in here. I don't think that's really a tough one, to be honest. No, um, no. I think that beats OnlyFans pretty uh, good. Okay, uh, let's go to the semifinals. The Kumo Brothers against the UFO scandal. Ooh. That's tough. Um, it is, actually. See, I would... My instinct is to instantly go UFOs. I don't know what mm. your in instinct is, but yeah, then Cuomo yeah. Brothers is also like he was the mayor of New York. Yeah, and also he he was so high in the system in CNN and all the sexual scandals as well. Like, I think the, I think the bigger scandal yeah. is not even this. Well, the sexual stuff is definitely huge, but them. Yeah. Uh, them using their positions of power to right. to uh, try to hide it is Silence the bigger everything. scandal. Yeah. yeah. I want to say Kumo Brothers actually. Okay. I think I I think my vote is for that, and I will give you my reason. The UFO thing is kind of like uh, we have already known that, like we knew that UFOs was real. Did so it's. Uh, well, Sorry? I think the scandal is more that the government knew tried and, to and tried to and was or was hiding it this whole time. Mm. Yeah, I mean that's huge. Uh, think about that's like something we've been huge. talking I about know. for I know 50, 60, 60, 70 years. Yeah. When did Roswell happen? Yeah, no. Ah, I mean, mm, Cuomo brothers. I don't know. Yeah. No, we, will we remember that in the future? The UFO is better. Yeah, no, UFO. Okay. Yeah, I say UFO. Do you agree? I think so. I think it's a bigger yeah. story. I think the problem, the hardest part is, like, the UFO thing. Like, people really didn't, like, most regular people were just like, oh, UFOs are real, whatever, move on with my everyday life. Right. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah. Okay. This next one is easier, at least for me. Alex Baldwin against January 6th. Uh, I have to say January 6th. I think so, too. It's Alec yeah. Baldwin, by the way, not Alex yeah. Baldwin. Yeah, well. 
There you see. Okay. Another reason. But yeah, no, I, I think uh, Alec Baldwin is definitely less important than the January 6th. Yeah, there's a lot of different scandals surrounding that. Um, yeah. I mean, we don't want to say that the January 6th thing is scan- was a scandal, because no, no, that could slightly that. suggest that we're saying that it wasn't real, but what we're saying no, is no. the things around it that happened. Around was, it, yes. Specifically, the, go- the government's handling, the police right. handling, a lot of the yes. um, right-wing reaction to it, yeah. Oh, and then mm. the one thing I talked about with CNN, stealing footage, those kind of things, yeah. Oh, this is a hard final. UFOs. This is one of the best finals we've ever had uh, in the last three years we've been doing this, I think. I I agree. I I feel strong for both. I do too. Um, Yeah. UFOs being real is like a huge story because it was so... um, It's so... Uh, historical. It, like I said, it, this mm-hmm. is a story that's been talked about since Roswell and maybe even before before that mm-hmm. by certain people. But January 6th is also historic. You know what I mean? So Yeah. yeah. <sighs> it's kind of like I the would... UFO things. Is, is The UFO thing is kind of the end of a story and the January 6th yeah. thing is kind of the beginning or middle Start, of yeah. a story. Yeah. yeah. Hmm. I, have, I don't know yeah. how to decide this. Yeah, me neither. Should we do a coin flip? <laughs> no, I think that's too, too, too up there. I think we should try to reason. I mean, okay, so I'm, I'm just looking. I would UFO beat everything else? Yes. Would January sixth beat everything else? Yes. Yeah, that's a hard one. Uh, <coughs> I mean, I think Cuomo Brothers would be number three. Let's say that. Oh, so, yeah, yeah, yes, yes. So Alec Baldwin would end up being number four. Um, yeah. But if we had... I'm going to get my vote for UFOs is real, actually. And I will tell you why. Okay. I, I think I think it is uh, something that will stand in history for a longer than January 6th. And that is my only argument. Okay. I mean, I think January 6th is a huge scandal, or there's huge scandals around January 6th, but I think yeah. maybe it's still a uh, it's still a it's scandal still that's happening well. that we don't yes. know fully yeah. like how scandalous it is, but mm-hmm. the fact that the government for at least 60 years has been hiding the fact that they know about UFOs, not aliens, but UFOs. Mm -hmm. That's a scandal we know is real and actually happened for sure. Yeah. So I think I agree with you on, on that basis. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I, I thought that was going to go the other way, to be honest. I thought January 6th would have ended up at the end, but it going again, I didn't know it was going to go against the UFO one though. So, Right. Yeah. You know, that, I think that was a good pick of us. UFOs are real. Is this year's Jeffrey Epstein Memorial Championship winner? Yeah, that's. I mean, it was huge, huge news, and yeah. it, somehow I wouldn't say it was swept under the rug, but people, it kind of was. You would think that would have been such a huge like story that would have been talked about, but. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, the, the way the news th- cycle is in 2021, mm. 
it just like it happened and then it just went away and everybody just accepted yeah. oh yeah now yeah. the thing that we've all said was a conspiracy theory for years yeah that's just yeah. tr true <laughs> that's so yeah. weird to yeah. think about yeah hmm. yeah yeah i totally agree anyway uh let's move on uh we have some movie news uh rock says that there's absolutely no chance he will return to the fast and furious franchise uh, right. Uh, it says he's not giving away his personal vehicles to fans and staying busy, busy, busy. According to a recent CNN interview, uh, his future run will not include a reprisal of his uh, role in Fast and Furious franchise. Further, Johnson responded to Vin Diesel urging for his return, and he didn't pull any punches. Uh I was very surprised by Vin's recent post this past June when Vin and I actually connected over social media. I told him directly and privately that I would not be returning to the franchise. It wasn't there? Isn't there like a huge like beef between them or something? Yeah, 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 yeah. I don't know what it, the beef is all about at all. I don't really care. Yeah, but, no clue. No clue, and I couldn't care. But whatever some people say is that it might all just be made up beef, like right, you know, like uh. Could be. It's kind of WWE wrestling style beef where right. it's built up in fake real world to end up w in a movie where like they go against each other or something like that. Right. 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 Yeah. No. I. I don't care really. I. Him being there or not being there will not uh, quit my enjoyment. I of thought the this franchise ending. Sorry. Yeah. yeah, I was going to say, isn't there only one more movie anyways, so... Yeah, one or two, yeah. One or two? Oh, I didn't know. Okay. Yeah. Uh, you have seen a movie, and I have seen a movie. I will let you tell me about your movie first. Yes, I No Time to Die, James Bond oh. film with the with the film... Yeah. Uh, yeah, like, was postponed a million times. Uh, yeah, it was fine. I mean, it was... Yeah. Very, uh, People were like kind of complaining about certain things, and when I went and watched it, I was like, I just felt like a regular James Bond movie to me. Yeah. I mean, there were certain parts where, like, they were definitely referencing current, like, the way he treats women in older movies, mm -hmm. they were, like, updating that to make it, like, uh, a, you know, a certain way, but... Mm -hmm. um, the action's still good. I enjoyed most of the... Like, I think I've said in the past, like, the gadgets is the most interesting part to me. Yeah, uh, yeah. And I thought this... Uh, in past James Bond movies, maybe the last two, the mm -hmm. character of Q has kind of been very background. And in this one, yeah. he was very intricate, integral yeah. to the plot and was, yeah. was there, like, the whole movie, which made me happy. Mm -hmm. So, overall, I gave it a... Mm, seven. Yeah. I really liked it. Uh, I saw a horror movie called Censor. Sorry. It is uh, uh, about this uh, lady that works as a censor. A censor? Okay. Yeah, film film censor. A film censor, okay. Yeah, yeah. And uh, after she views this very strange video, a uh, very nasty video, she sets out to try find of her uh, sister's like a very mysterious disappearance and then she goes like on a quest to to dissolve the line between fiction and reality very 
cool movie. Very uh, tough to watch, actually. Um, it helped me in, in the grips all, all the time. I would give it a six. Yeah, six. I, I think the ending was extremely weak. Okay. Uh, I I think it it kind of pulls back from its social media like things and and how how it works there. Uh, but it 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 kind of yeah. It's it's very much its own thing. But it's uh, yeah. I didn't. I really despise standing. And I think a good horror movie kind of have to land the ending for me to be extremely uh, high up there. So, 6 out of 10. Alright, let's watch a trailer for a movie that I've never heard of until this week. Sensation. Vertical. Mm. Yeah, I haven't seen anything, any promotion for this movie at all. It looks very B. Characteristics in your DNA. You need it to be sure. Yeah, yeah, it does look very B. This is a research facility. It seems like it's filmed on a. Maybe it's just British. You know, British cameras have a weird look to them compared to like American cameras. How do I know you weren't just making this up? You don't. That was England, or that was the UK for sure. Yeah. Okay. I was gonna say generic, but yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like it seems like a science fiction movie I have seen like sixty thousand times before. And the trailer just was like a million trailers yeah. I've seen already. Yeah, that too. Yeah. So uh, what is this totally Oscar-nominated movie all about? Introduced to a top-secret superhuman DNA program, a man learns he'll be able to receive control and send information based on the senses of others. As, he is tr as his training unfolds, strange and unsettling occurrences between uh, begin to follow him as he's placed in bizarre scenarios that make him question his reality. Uh, 4.2 out of 10 on IMDb, 17% on Rotten Tomatoes, so not great. 2.5 out of 5 on Movie Insider. I don't have... There's no Google reviews for it, so... Yeah, even the 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 description of it sounded generic. <laughs> like the 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 storyline sounded super generic. Yeah, it does definitely look generic, and yeah, it does. I think it's probably British also, but uh, that, yeah. I don't know what that says at all, really. Well, I found a three out of ten review from Red Baron eighty six one nine two on uh, IMDb. Interesting premise with... Oh, sorry, I'm getting the hiccups and trying to talk at the same time. Interesting premise with potential, and then it fell apart quickly. Character development and plot point hit dead end and soon became disjointed tracks, tr train wreck, 
uh, that was so painful, even the pointless ending was a welcome relief. Ooh. <laughs> 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 really dreadful. And all through a young uh, male lead did try uh, give it a decent performance. There was way too much wrong for this to be worth anybody's time. Oof. Okay. Um, a 9 out of 10 I got here from Pan... Pancha Mosita 14. Uh, the film is a lot better than the trailer, uh, they say. Okay. The, yeah, let's hope so. Right, let's hope so. The plot is unique, <laughs> and the DNA approach had me intrigued. Uh, it's a watch for me. But uh, Sol, Solam Muar says, uh, 1 out of 10, worst movie ever. Confusing, nonsensical, terrible movie. Uh, the worst. Don't waste your time watching this. Um, mm. But I got an 8 out of 10 here from Is Ismalik. Uh, the editing seems rushed, but the film has potential, and entertainment-wise, it was great. An 8, I think, is a pretty fair score for this. Hmm. Also coming out this week, a jockey. That is a drama. Uh, an aging jockey competes in his, legend, in his legacy and aims for the final championship with a rookie... Ryder arrives, claiming to be his son. This has 6.7 out of 10 on IMDb, 87 on Rotten Tomatoes, 5 out of 5 on Movie Insider, no uh, Google reviews. Uh, Clifton Collins Jr. and Molly Parker is in this. Yeah, that's all the movies. It was a holiday week, so I... Most of the yeah. movies that were going to come out came out around Christmas because a lot of people go see movies around then. That's like the busiest time of the year mm -hmm. for movies. So, uh, is it a little funny if I had to pick between those two movies? I would rather watch Sensation than a movie about the jockey. Uh, I agree with you. I th that... <laughs> even even though it has better scores, <laughs> but it looks so generic. Like at least. It looks yeah. generic enough that it could be a 5 out of 10, and in that case it would be like, okay, at least it's not terrible. Yeah. Right. Um, yeah, so yeah, I think I agree. Sensation looks better out of the two. Uh, next week, News of the Week, TV of the Week, we're going to do our top five most anticipated TV shows and movies of 2022, at least the ones that have been mm -hmm. announced so far, obviously. Um, mm -hmm. Stay Close Episode 1, or Episode 2 review... I don't know mm -hmm. if we're going to watch more than two episodes, but... We will see. I doubt it. <laughs> I, I... I don't think so either, but... It, yeah, I have a feeling we're going to move on to something else. It's just... A, yeah. It's not that it's terrible, it's that it's not bad enough, and it's not good enough right. to, like, keep covering... To keep covering it. Right. Yeah. It's not... There's it no entertainment in, in covering it, right. Yeah, if it was terribly funny, like, I mean, we watched every episode of of uh, of uh, Hill uh, Hillary Clinton, Paris Hilton, my mind. Paris Hilton, Hillary Clinton, Paris Hilton, almost the same. Right, same people. <laughs> yes, we saw every episode of that Paris Hilton show, and it was abysmal, but it was fun to cover. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Because um, it's a fun, silly show. Uh, yeah. Where this is just... It's kind of generic. Yeah. 
I don't want to use generic too many times, but that's what this is. So, uh, and then we're gonna do another digital review of the three five five, which I've seen many many commercials for this week. So I I can't guess what it's about or anything. Okay, I'm going to guess that. Okay, is it about three hundred and fifty five people that does something? Uh, no. <laughs> well, maybe I don't know. I don't know what the title has to do with what it's actually about, but I know what it's about. Oh. We'll find out next week. Uh, yeah. Jeremy Round, we got anything interesting? I, I guess the one I wanted to start out. This it is it's sad, but kind of funny. Not funny. It's just it's sad and weird. Uh, the two twins, the Fr- French twins, that passed away of COVID nineteen this week. Uh, oh. The Bo- Bogdanov twins. Okay. Do you know who they are? No. You would know them if you saw them. I'll post the thing this week. They are... They're very well known in France. Uh, mm-hmm. They... They... I, I think they're mostly well known for uh, plas- their plastic surgery they've had over the number of years that they deny ever having, I guess. Um, okay. Well, they... They were anti-vaxxers and refused to get the vaccine. Um, and they, like, spent all all their time together. And so they, I think they passed away, like, a week apart from each other, which is very sad. Oh, but oh. Um, it's just weird because if you, these guys clearly had, like, many, many, many surgeries on their bodies. Uh, and then mm. they refused to get one shot, right? It's mm. very ironic, almost, in a way. Uh, and then somewhere uh, 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 posted a video called Norway, Rich and Extremely Beautiful. That is a video I saw this week. Okay. Mm-hmm. What, what was it about? About Norway. Oh, okay. I thought it was like about specific, like a specific Norwegian person that was rich and beautiful. No, no, no. no. Oh. No, no. It was like... It is very rich and extremely beautiful. And, uh, yeah, I agree. Uh, yeah. China, uh, I just posted a link in the chat. Uh, they, uh, have start, they started up a nuclear fusion device that's five times hotter than the sun. Did you see this? Oh, no. Um, it says for 17 minutes it, it exceeded oh, the yeah, heat sorry. of the sun... Uh, five times five times the heat of the sun for seventeen yeah. minutes. It's like and I, I know I know those uh, twins. Yeah. Of right. I, well, once you see them, yeah. yeah, they're hard to forget. Um, yeah. They were very famous in France, but yeah, the the Chinese have been. This has been like a thing that people have been talking about for years. The idea of creating like a mini sun and then being able to harness the energy off of it well the chinese are mm-hmm. they're doing that <laughs> i don't know if that's good or bad i think that's kind of terrifying in a way don't you yeah that is kind of terrifying indeed i think it's very terrifying to to be honest i don't know i don't know what could even go wrong but but i don't that's i think the do you really want to know? It's the it's just yeah, it's the fear of the unknown that it's why it's scary. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no. Uh, uh JJ has COVID. 
Oh, really? KSI? Yeah. Is that who you're talking about? Yeah. Oh, yeah, I didn't see that. Yeah. Hmm. That's that's no good. Yeah. So, but uh, yeah, he had a video about that. Uh, I think nothing. Yet. Let me see. Yeah. Is is the Grammy Awards have been postponed indefinitely due to coronavirus-related concerns? Apparently. Oh. Okay. Uh. Well, 2022, hmm. the show had been moved to go full ahead and take place on January 31st. The full audience in the venue in the crypto arena. Yeah, they they're saying. Oh. Sources tell Variety that even though the Crypto.com arena uh, has been nearly booked every night in, up until mid-April, uh, yeah, they, they're not going to do it now, apparently. And they don't really know when it's going to happen yeah. because the venue that they were going to do it in is booked up until April. So Maybe no Grammys this year, though. Or they'll do it in another venue, maybe. Wait. Yeah. <laughs> well, they it's, they said indefinitely, so we don't even really know when they would um, when it yeah. would happen. Yeah. 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 yeah no, uh, I don't have anything more interesting. Um, Jake Paul going off on Dana White happened. I don't know if you saw oh, the stuff about yeah. that. Why didn't we talk about that? Yes. I totally forgot about that until you said it. There was a lot of like yes. left-wing YouTubers, like, uh, yeah, like news commentators and left-wing people talking about it in yeah. a way where they're like, like, they're being like, "Wow, Jake Paul's like Paul saying something, something smart, smart, yeah. <laughs> what the heck yeah. is going on? What is this? <laughs> this is weird." But I don't. I yeah. I also think he's kind of just um, he's saying it from a, a place where like he's the he's opposing him as a business so he's saying in a right. way we're like trying to make the opposing business look bad which i get i get it on a business business perspective as well but i think he almost unintentionally said something smart mm -hmm. i don't know what do you think yeah no i i think so as well okay i saw that uh, yeah because internet today has has moved their office and i saw their video today about this Oh, did I they? Okay. Them. Yeah, I wondered what the heck yeah. was going on. Why they hadn't posted any videos in like a really long time. Uh, vacation and uh, moving office. Oh, right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Christmas. Yeah, that makes sense. But even before Christmas, that, yeah. before Christmas break, they were like, it seemed like their schedule had like not been very consistent. Hadn't you noticed that? Yeah. Like, it's yeah. just totally uh, random and didn't make any sense. Yeah. Yeah. I guess the last thing, which you probably didn't see because it was all on Twitter, but Ethan Klein versus Joe Rogan. Uh, no, I didn't see. So this. Joe Rogan this week got a a, uh, a show kicked off of Spotify, I would assume, because that's where all of his shows are, right? Um, for uh, COVID misinformation, he brought on a doctor that believed COVID wasn't real, basically, and did a whole interview yeah. with the guy. Uh, and so the podcast got bumped. And then uh, Ethan posted a whole rant about, um, let's see if I can find it, basically saying, like, why are you anti-vaccine uh, when you, uh, you take human growth hormone and alpha brain and, you know, you know what I mean? Uh, mm -hmm. and, uh, and there was a whole big back and forth between the two of them as far as uh, one being, you know, pro-vaccine and one being anti-vaccine, I guess. Mm. Mm. 
Yeah, no, that's... Uh, he's such a weirdo. I lost all respect for him. I really have. I had some respect for him, but uh, it's all gone now. I think it's the whole thing is, like, falling apart. I think the last guest he had was uh, Carrot Top. Like, who gives a fuck about an interview with Carrot Top? <laughs> Seriously, wow. it's 2021. Is, or 2022. Yeah. yeah, see? You did it I did the thing I said at the beginning of the show. Yay, Yay! Full circle! Full circle! Beep, 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 beep. Beep, 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 beep. Anyway, should we end this show? I, I suppose. That. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For show 2022 20, in the back. Uh, yeah, it was better on the first show of 2021, but that has all natural. I would actually. I should. I would love to go back and listen to that. Maybe I'll do that this week. Go back and listen to that yeah. show. You, you I, do that. It probably was like a total extra, shit show. Extra, news. Extra, extra, news. Yeah, I remember it. It was terrible. Oh. It, was, it was hard for us to to tape. I remember that because we were like, we were so involved with the news that was going on and we were taping at the same time. I, well, I think it was just necessary the way we, I don't know how else we would have done it. Yeah, I don't think I we could have no just clue. ignored what was going on no. at the time. Yeah, no. that would have been yeah. very weird. <laughs> that would be extremely weird. Okay, we will see you next week for one of my favorite shows of the year. Actually, uh, I love talking about like what's coming up next week. I haven't done anything, any investigation, Me so I'm super neither. excited. This week, I'm going to see what's <laughs> yeah. going on with everything. So, yeah. I know one television show that I'm really looking forward to that's probably going to be on my list that has sex types and Pamela Anderson in it. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Okay. I saw a trailer for that and it looked really, really cool. Anyway, uh, from Norway, I am Fro. From the US, I'm Luke. Goodbye, everybody. Goodbye, everybody. Bye-bye, everybody. Another, di another, digi another digital citizen. Another digital citizen. Another digital citizen. Another digital citizen. Another digital citizen.